0: Get out the way. Who got a watch? Who got the time? I'm raising the clock. Even in my feelings, grind don't
1: stop. Today I'm excited because I have Renice Gillespie, who is a life coach. And we're gonna chat a little bit about, you know, the holidays and how we need to kind of deal with things that we got going on during the holidays. So, Hi Renice, welcome to Mature Lore.
2: Thank you, Sherry. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here.
1: Introduce yourself to us.
2: Well, you said my name. I'm Renice Gillespie, and yes, I am a life coach. I've been practicing life coaching and along with health coaching for 12 years. So, I've been doing this for a while, and I love it. It is my calling. It's Mm -hmm. definitely, um, I've gone back and forth, but I have landed at, yes, this is what God put me on this earth to do is to help women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about the services you offer.
2: Well, I coach women kind of a hybrid, um, offering and that is I do one-on-one coaching, private coaching and, uh, in uh, in cooperation with group coaching. So I bring all my clients together and we do group coaching because I teach concepts that um, everybody's learning these concepts and this terminology and these ways of being. And so it really helps when you have other people who are doing the same work and who you can hear their experiences as well. So I decided to bring that together and eventually, it's going to be all group
1: coaching. Um, so I'm going to be introducing that next year. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I know or saw on your website that you offer master classes. What do your master classes entail?
2: Well, I do. I do different master classes that are based out of what I think women are talking about and are asking me about, and what we're working with. Um, mostly, so I have a masterclass called my next relationship. And that Mm -hmm. was born out of a lot of my clients looking for their soulmates. And as we're doing this work, um, a specific client of mine asked me to teach all her friends. (laughs) She had a whole group of single friends. So that's how that masterclass, um, came about uh, my next relationship. I have a masterclass called how to stop self-sabotage. Because we all sabotage ourselves. And I, I realized that a lot of times people don't recognize that there is self-sabotage. And also that it's an easy fix. If you understand what's going on in your mind. Um, I have a master class called the soul setting sessions. And this is about setting goals with soul. And so the soul is the part of you that is your will, your emotions, your, your mind. And so this class is helping you to um, really like uh, set by, side by side what's driving your goals. Is it your soul, which is another word for your ego, or is it your spirit? Mm -hmm. which your spirit is the part of you that's connected to God. And so we want you to look at it and and make sure that what you're going after in your life is part of what God's vision for your life is. Because if if that's the case, then you really can't lose. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that was the answer for a lot of people who go after things, but then are still unfulfilled, still don't have what they really want. And so they feel like, you know, life sh- should be giving me more. And so that's what that class addressed. So, um, I'm sorry, you're going to have to <laughs> cut that out. That's okay.
1: um, Cause the, the, can you hear it in the background? Yeah. I heard it, but that, yeah, I heard it, but that's okay. Because I'll, I'll clip, I'll clip this, clip this piece out. And okay. then, like I said, more than likely I won't hear it anyway. Cause I have background noise removed. Okay. I'll just start from where I left off. And then I have
2: a really, really fun, um, masterclass that I call, um, it's called, Oh, why can't I think of it? You're going to have to, I'm going to start all over. What is the name of this class? This is so distracting. Um, Yeah, I I get it. Yeah, but give me just a second to think of the name of the class. Oh, I I thought of it. (laughs) Okay. So then I have a a master class that's called Through the Fire. And so this class is about how to deal with adversity.
0: Mm -hmm. We
2: all have adversity. Everybody on the earth is going to have adversity at some point or the other. And what I'm trying to teach people is to really embrace adversity as a part of it. And really looking at adversity as opportunity and as a, a chance to really, that's, I believe adversity is God's way of making you into who you need to be in order to have the the desires that's on your heart. So adversity is should be looked at as a tool, as a classroom. And so... This, this class I call you know, getting through adversity unburnt. So that's why I call it through the fire. And I don't know if you know about unburnt, but that's one of my favorite things if you ever used to watch um, Game of Thrones. The, the queen, she walked through the fire unburnt. So yeah, I'm teaching okay. you ladies how to walk through the fire unburnt, come out better on the other side.
1: Wow. To me, that sounds like, one of, it would be one of your more popular classes, masterclasses, because adversity is just part of life. And like you said, I mean, if you could show women how to deal with adversity so that they come out on the other end, like I would think (laughs) that. Yeah, I'm going to be teaching it coming up this, this last quarter.
2: I teach a masterclass every other month. And so I I that's one I've taught that once and I'm going to be teaching it over and over again. I probably teach it a couple times every year because you're right. Um for, the first problem is how we even look at adversity. You know, we look we see we see hardship or things anything that we don't want is adversity, right? We see yeah. that and the first thing we want to do is get rid of it and turn away from it. My my old way of doing it. I used to just put my head in the sand and be like, I'll just wait till it blows over. And no, what you realize is that those are your opportunities. And that's how you miss a lot of the things that you're praying for comes through on the other side of adversity. So, yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. So, as I mentioned, this is the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And Lots happen around the holiday season. People are centered on family, friends, joy, all of that, those things. But for some people, it's not really a joyous time. Some people, it's a depressing time. Like, What kind of advice can you share or offer for people who experience depression during the holiday season?
2: Well, first thing is I want people to kind of understand what depression is. So I have this little illustration I borrowed from Bob Proctor, who was a a brilliant uh, man in terms of of these things. And so he talks about this side of the positive side and the negative side. And so on this side, you have uh, depression. And on this side, you have freedom, right? And Mm -hmm. so what creates depression? It starts with ignorance. Really, it starts with ignorance and ignorance to me is the lack of truth, which on this side you have um, you have um, knowledge, which is knowledge, knowing what your truth is. And then you have if you're starting with ignorance and the lack of truth, it leads you to doubt and to worry. And so doubt and worry becomes internalized in your body. It it literally Mm -hmm. is an energy that becomes internalized in your body and it becomes anxiety. And anxiety is something that by nature, it, it suppresses. So that suppression becomes depression, which is really a chemical imbalance. In the body. So it starts out as ignorance and a thought, and it becomes a chemical imbalance in the body to where you could not think that thought even if you wanted to, because now the body is, is involved. Whereas on the other side, when you start out with knowledge, knowledge leads to understanding. And when you have understanding, even with the, the, the information that's going on outside of you, you can make a new decision about it you can have new ideas about it and when you have those new ideas again that leads to well-being and well-being by nature is expansive
0: mm-hmm.
2: it, it grows it gets bigger and by expanding you are you you are you know expressed and and then you 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 see freedom and that on that side is a creation process that's creating something, adding to the universe. Whereas on this side, it's death. It's actually leading to disease. It actually leads to decay. So understanding that's what's going on. When you have this thought that of whatever it is that you don't want, you get to focus on the, the, that thought, that fear, right? Whereas on this side, the opposite of fear is faith. And if you notice, both fear and faith requires you to believe in something that you don't see.
0: Mm, wow.
2: Yeah. I Am I right?
0: That's true.
2: Yeah. yeah. So you get the pick. You can believe in this thing that you don't see that you don't want, or you can believe in this thing that you don't see that you do want. Wow. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. But what happens is, is when you spend more time thinking about it, it becomes literally enlarged in your body. And it's almost like you can't not think about it without medication freeing you up from that. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Now I used to suffer with depression and when this was before I knew all this, right. But when I healed myself, I realize that you don't have to have medication to do it, but mm-hmm. medication will help give you that window to now think a new thought to now make a, make a better choice. It just makes it a little easier. So I'm not you know, saying people should do it, but I'm saying it just makes it a little easier, but what has to happen, whether you have the medication or whatever you're going to do, is you have to start to think a new thought. You have to think, choose a thought that is more what
1: you want than what you don't want. Wow. So then how does someone, and like you said, you have to choose the thoughts that you're going to have. How does someone take themselves, if you're choosing that thought, that is the negative. Let's say which comes from fear, or you know how you explained it. How do you during this time of year, where everyone's kind of you perceive everyone to be happy and joyous and family and all of that, and let's say you might not have that for some reason. It could be you know divorce, death. Uh, maybe you didn't meet your soulmate or that person. And this time of year is lonely for you. How do you take, not looking at depression, so to speak, but how Uh do you take what you said and turn that loneliness around? You know, because a lot of people are lonely too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because what you're saying is, well, I'm already depressed, Bernice, right? So there's an offense and then there's a defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I was talking about is an offense where you can set yourself up to where you don't get depressed. And that's mm-hmm. by knowing the truth, knowing the truth that you really aren't alone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but what, you, what if you don't know that? And now it's in your body. Right. Yep. Now it's in your body. Well, you have to be able to love yourself, to muster up the strength just to do a couple of things, a couple of things. And the first one I would suggest is you're not alone. I don't know it feels like you're alone, but there are actually groups of people who don't have family around them that get together for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But you have to muster up, you have to deny your body because your body won't feel like it, right? But you yeah. have to say, this is for my own good. And then you have to muster up the, the self-love to, to go and participate, to go and participate. Like literally I call it, just show up, just show up. And that's one thing that you can do that I would suggest. The other thing is that when you are giving love or giving you, literally the body has, has a parasympathetic nervous system and a sympathetic nervous system they don't operate at the same time. It's mm-hmm. either going this way towards that one or this way towards that one. One is fight or flight. One is peace, right? Mm-hmm. And when you are in fight or flight, that's fear, right? That's, that's going to um, fuel the depression, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can make a choice, if you can make a choice to give, and to move towards fear, that's going to begin to turn off the flight, fight or flight response because love will turn that off.
0: Mm-hmm. Love
2: is safety. Fight or flight is, is I'm not safe. Hmm. Fight or flight is I'm not safe. Love is I'm safe. And so you, you access that through giving, through doing something for somebody else, through um, you, know, checking on somebody, volunteering, and I know people say, "Well, I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do it. But you, when you understand that this is now enlarged in your body, it's going to feel that way, no matter what you do.: Yeah, because now it's chemical. It's a process, it's a chemical process. And you could just tell yourself, right, "I'm feeling right now is a chemical process. I can choose to do something, even though I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And when you go and you give and, and you um, show up in your life and you're giving love and you're giving of yourself. I mean, when I say give, I mean, be interested in somebody else, check on somebody else. And that's why they say volunteering is the best way to do that, because you get so enlarged in helping somebody else that your body starts to
1: become healed. Yeah. And And, and, go ahead. and, And two, when you help someone else and you volunteer, sometimes it puts your life into perspective, you know, where you're like, well, wow, I'm feeling this way because of whatever I'm feeling or fearing. But these, these people that I'm helping right now, I could be there. You know what I mean? So here's
2: what's actually happening when you're doing that, what's happening in your brain is that now you're, like I said, you're turning off that fight or flight response and you're now getting access to your intelligence
0: mm.
2: that's able to say, and, and able to say, it really isn't all that bad, but you don't even have access to that if you sit in it.
0: Mm.
2: Wow. That's why you got to do something. You got to show up.
1: Wow. So then what about, I mentioned family and friends. What about the disagreeable dinners? You know, like how do you handle those people that are going to just constantly fight you? Those people that are going to constantly antagonize when, I mean, because some people, that's just, that's just what get togethers and holiday events are like. How do you handle that and stay in that peace that you were talking about?
2: Well, remember we were talking about there's an offense and then there's a defense. If
1: you already know your
2: family, you mm-hmm. have an opportunity before you even get there to set up your offense, right? Instead yeah. of getting there and then having to go on the defense, which hardly ever works, right? We already yeah. know that. Like, yeah, you're still it. going to react. You're still going to, you know, ruin your holiday, right? Yeah. So it's like, what, what could your offense look like? It's the same concept of the answer to all negative emotion is love. Mm. That's always the answer. I mean, I've been coaching all this time, and we go around in circles trying to find answers. But at the end of the day, love will solve all of that. Yeah. But then you say, well, how do I love when these people I can't stand, but they're my family? (laughs) You don't (laughs) have. You can't control. You can't control nobody outside of you. Yeah. First, you got to understand that. That's why I said, what why Bob Proctor always said is knowledge that is really what is missing. Because this ignorance that what they do controls me and what I do controls them is is false. Mm-hmm. Really, what's happening is something to happen, and you make meaning of it and then thereby you choose how you want to react. You choose the meaning that you want to make. But you, that's a choice. It's always a choice. So you get to say, okay, what's my offense? I know I'm going into this situation. I know love is the answer. How do I show up in love? How do I do that? Well, you might want to sit, sit with yourself. You might want to write down what's true to you. I am loved. God loves me. What all of, all of your beliefs about who you are. And one of the things I like to do and I teach my clients is think about when you show up, what's your come from?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mean?
2: Am, am I coming from fear or ego? Is my mm-hmm. ego, is my ego going to lead this show or is, will my spirit lead this show? Hmm. And your spirit is attached to infinite love. Your your spirit never does, doesn't get tired of loving. Yeah. And if you connect to that mm-hmm. and really think about when you're there, I'm coming from spirit. I'm coming from spirit. I have all the love I need. You, you really... Can have access to see a new perspective when when things are going to take place that you already know are going to take place.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything is a is two sides of one stick. It's this side is a positive and that side is a negative. You get to choose every single time how you want to look at something. And and that's the only real weapon you have is let me decide how who I'm going to be when I show up. Let me control my own thoughts and my own emotions mm-hmm. and, and then have boundaries. Certain yeah. things that take place already know up front. If these things take place, this is what I'm going to do and, mm-hmm. and just know that up front and don't. What, what makes it worse is when we have boundaries and then we don't honor our own boundaries. And so now we, don't have a boundary, and then we have the shame of not even honoring our own boundary. It just makes it worse. Yeah. So just set up your boundaries. Tell you might tell your mom, mother up front. If such and such, this is a, then this is what I'm going to do. And if it happens, then then do that. Don't don't feel bad. Be like this is me loving me. Mm-hmm you know, and then, and then, and then have your, your plan. That's an offense. That's an Mm -hmm. offense. That's And that's all you really can control. You can't control uncle Jim. You know, I say, Uncle good job. Really have an uncle Jim, but he would never do it. But (laughs) uncle Bob or whoever showing up drunk or whatever, you can't control any of that.
1: No. All you control is how you're going to react to it. That's, that's a good way to put it. I mean, and like you said, you have to already know when you know people and know how they are cuz you already know like you said you know you most people know if they have an uncle bob that's going to show up drunk he's going to show up drunk so like you said put into what your boundaries are and make sure what you decide to do is on the positive you know not like oh yeah i'm going to tackle uncle bob but right, no right <laughs> you know but um so Share just in general, because you've given us a lot of information, just share some advice about what individuals can do to encourage positivity or encourage positive interactions. Yes, we just talked about what we can do for ourselves and maybe that encourages others. But Mm -hmm. just in general, how you can encourage positive interactions and reactions from family and friends during this time of year.
2: When you get out of your head and get into your heart. Okay. Get out of your head. Get out of what about me? What they doing to me? You notice it's all about me, Mm -hmm. and then just really be interested in how somebody else is doing. Really be interested in how can I give or help someone else? Mm -hmm. What do they need that I can offer without them having to ask? And that coming from that place is really. That is that is how the you make a difference in your life. If you really want to change, get out of your head, get out of it's uh, all about me and be interested in somebody else. That is going to generate so much positive energy coming back to you. That's going to solve problems you didn't even know you had. <laughs> you know, if you could just, if you could just, Realize that the reason why I am experiencing the reason why I am experiencing this this way is because I am attracting it.
0: That's
1: everybody, something to think about.
2: Yeah, that's everybody something don't to think
1: attract. About yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And that's that's called being responsible for the, your own experiences everybody's not having the same experience that you are having. So you can't say it's just me, Yeah, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, So the only way you, only thing you can do is change your mind inside. And, and, and the, one of the, like I said, one of the best things you could do when you give love, that's the best way to attract back to you uh, the whole lot of stuff that you do want. Mm. I mean, you don't even have to specify When you put in our love, all kinds of things are going to happen. Yeah,
1: that you want. So, so, um, as a professional life coach, you're you've talked about a lot of things what other individuals people can do. Mm -hmm. What and I'm sure you take your own advice, but we all get down. We all think negative thoughts. We all what brings you back. To the positive side, or how do you? What kind of advice do you can you share mm-hmm. that gets you back to where you need to be, okay. so you're not feeling those feelings?
2: Yeah, you can see the look <laughs> on my face because I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> well, well, that's why that's why I continue to do this work, and that's why I feel called to it because I've been through so much, and I figured these things out, and I've gotten it narrowed down to just such simplicity.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it's not brain surgery. it's a couple of things. It is slowing yourself down mm-hmm. and you can meditate, you can take walks you can what I call it is time with God because when you slow yourself down enough, you hear from him. you get ideas you 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 find new ways like when you're in the thick of it, Like I said, you don't even have access to full intelligence, but when you slow yourself down, you'll be like, oh, this is how I can handle that situation. You have different new ideas that you didn't even have access to. And it's not like you didn't know it. You just didn't have access to the thought in the moment. So that's what I do. I prioritize. When I tell you I prioritize, Nothing gets in the way of my quiet time, of my time with God. Like if I don't do it, it's like not eating.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I do that. I pray. I pray. And prayer is, it, it accomplishes so, so many different things. But my process of prayer, I mean God answers my prayers. I just, yeah. yeah. I just I am it hadn't always been that way though. It hadn't mm. always been that way. And then there was a period where I didn't pray at all.
1: But Well see, but see that's the thing. You say it hasn't always been that way, but it's kind of because he answers our prayers even when we don't know that he's or realizing he's answering our prayers. You know? Cause it's you know. brought to brought you to where you are. Now, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. So what might not have been what we wanted. Yeah. But what we needed. What we needed. That
2: is so spot on because like he never leaves you or forsakes you. Mm -hmm. So even during that period of time when I wasn't praying.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And like I said, adversity is there to teach you and bring you back around to who you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And. I use it for that. That's how I understand it, and I realize, okay, you really need to pray. The other thing that I do is that when we started talking about depression, like things like that can come, creep up on you because yeah. of a lot lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. because of ignorance. And so I use, I do a lot of study to know who I am first of all, like when you know who you are so many things that come at you just has to bounce off of you because it's, it's just, that doesn't even apply to me. Like you literally have that, that reaction. It just doesn't apply to me because you're steeped into things that like, this is the stuff that I teach my clients because it's like, you know, when you're steeped into these foundational things, Mm -hmm. your brain, your mind is just clear. It's just not running around, picking up rogue thoughts that aren't true, that you're going to believe and just run off with, then waste your time getting depressed over or upset, worrying or whatever. It just doesn't even happen. And so, like you said, I came to this practice after years of trying to shortcut trying to you know do this or that but it's just really simple and it works and um you know I'm 53 so about time <laughs> it's like okay now I get to live all the rest of my life in freedom and and in this authenticity which I love right
1: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and I love how you said, and this is so crazy. You said rogue thoughts. That's real. I mean, so many rogue thoughts people hold on to, and you wonder why the rogue thoughts get so much or or have so much power over us. But yeah, just picking up rogue thoughts, let that go. You know, it's
2: not easy like that though. Like no. that's why people like me get paid. That's not, if you could do that, you would do it. Like those thoughts are harmful. They hurt. They actually, they literally hurt you. You feel bad. Mm -hmm. And we, we, you know, we wouldn't put that on ourselves on purpose. We just don't know what else to do. We don't have access. That's why I say we don't have access to the process that, that counters that is when you don't know about it. Like, and it's all here. It's all here with inside you, but it's just when you don't understand that. And so um, it just takes a lot to understand it. It takes wanting to understand it. And that's the only reason why I understand it because I was a seeker. I've been asking God, like help me to
1: see this for a Mm -hmm. long time. Yeah. Mm Yeah. So then lastly, because you've shared a lot of knowledge, what's one piece of advice you want to share with listeners this holiday season?
2: Think about a gift that you want to give yourself. And I say that because rightfully so, we think about giving to other people during the season, rightfully so.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But I find we leave ourselves, especially women in this midlife range, we leave ourselves off that list, like all the time. And when I say, give yourself a gift, I'm not talking about, you know, a a new purse. (laughs) I'm talking about, think about 2024. Think about what you want in that year and think about who you need to show up as. Mm -hmm. And give yourself that gift. Start being her now. What is it that you need? I need confidence. Mm -hmm. Give yourself that gift.
1: That's amazing. I mean, that's spot on. Uh, Because like you said, most people during this time are going to think about, well, she said, give myself a gift. I'm going to go out and buy (laughs) some boots some uh, a whole new a whole new wardrobe but that's true because no, all about of this it
2: need exactly it's like when you measure if i did give myself the confidence i need to do what i want to do in 2024 what's the value of that what's mm-hmm. the value of having that that's almost priceless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you're going to trade you really want to give yourself a gift invest in yourself, like invest in your inner environment Yeah, as opposed to buying a pair of boots like that. That's really short, short changing yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Renice, thank you so much for being here. If you could share with our listeners, how they can get in contact with you. And I think if you're listening, just get in contact with her. She's awesome. As you could tell, how can they get in contact with you? Well,
2: my website is, makes it easy. Just renisegillespie.com. And that's, I'm going to spell that R-A-N. Oh, it's on there. (laughs) R-A-N-I-S-E, Gillespie, G-I-L-L-E-S-P-I-E.com. And so you go there, you can sign up for a consultation with me. I call a vision session, which is really a chance to get really clear about what you do wanna create. Um and you did one of those, so you know what that's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And um and so you could do that. They're complimentary right now. Um or you could just reach out and contact me. My um email my email is right there. So you can do that.
1: Sounds great. Well thank you for being a special guest here on Mature Alora. I hope that people who are listening this holiday season get everything listen really listen to what you have said and implement it so again yeah, thank you Renice, for being here
2: all right you're welcome thank you for having me
1: thanks for listening to this episode of mature allure for more information about us visit matureallure.net and get social with us on instagram and youtube at mature.allure facebook at for allure, and twitter at mature underscore allure Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure.